get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. The one and only Jared Diamond, national baseball writer for the Wall Street Journal, joining us here on the show. Jared, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? I'm uh, hanging in there. How are you guys doing? Uh, pretty much the same, Jared. So let's start with this. Baseball actually had something productive happen yesterday between the Major League Baseball Players Association and the league itself. Are we are we feeling better now about baseball starting on time and we're actually going to play a 162 game season? Oh, it's starting on time. Uh, that is pretty much a, a set thing now. There's really no scenario where it doesn't start on time. Uh, we could argue about whether that's a good idea or a bad idea. We don't have any idea how it's going to go once they start. Will they actually get in all 162 games? Uh, I don't think we're going to know until we, we get there and are in the middle of it, but they are starting on time. Spring training, believe it or not, starts in a week. Opening day is going to be April 1st, and then we're off to the races. And the, look, uh, it's going to be a very strange season. It is going to be, uh, I'm sure, have a lot of fits and starts and postponements and a lot of weird things happening, but uh, I hope you can smell it because spring training is in the air. Well, the one thing I think that people are a little frustrated about, Jared, with all of this uh, positive news is the fact that there's no DH coming for the National League. And I don't know if people expected that or were thinking that it was going to go that direction, but they decided at least not for this season. What the heck's going on with this? Yeah, that's a big frustration for everybody uh, because it's sort of a great insight into the current relationship between Major League Baseball and the Players Union. Because both sides want the DH and the NL. They all want it. Everybody wants it. And yet they cannot come to an agreement to make it reality because nobody wants to give anything up to make it so. Uh, the league has tried to tie the DH to expanded postseason, basically telling the union, we will give you the, the extra DH, the, the NL DH, if you agree to expanded playoffs. The union has said that is not a fair trade. Uh, and anyway, you also want uh, the expanded DH, and we want the expanded DH, so why should this be a trade at all? Uh, and the, the end result of that for now is that baseball is hurt, that baseball doesn't get something that clearly should be happening. Now, do I still think there's a chance between now and April 1st they come to an agreement that does 
uh, call for the DH in the National League? Yeah, I think it's still possible. In fact, I'm still going to hold out hope that it's going to happen until I physically see a pitcher batting. But as we sit here today, it isn't happening uh, for honestly no good reason. I guess, Jared, my question would be kind of in response to that. Why don't why doesn't baseball and maybe I should know the answer to this, but why doesn't baseball just give more of the percentage of the playoff money to the players and everybody ends up getting what they want? The players get an extra cut. You get the DH, which everybody wants, and the owners get the biggest thing here, which is the expanded postseason. Doesn't that seem like kind of the middle ground for all of this? You would think, but it isn't so simple. And the reason it's not so simple is that, yes, the players uh, could negotiate a bigger cut of playoff revenue, and the league would go for that in a heartbeat. In fact, that isn't the players' concern, uh, how much money they get from the playoffs. Their concern is what expanded playoffs are going to do to the competitive landscape. Uh, We all know that the union's biggest issue as we head into the CBA talks is competitive landscape uh tanking our teams trying our teams trying to win our too many teams quote unquote rebuilding uh the union believes yes in fact the union believes that a, many of baseball's sort of bigger economic problems are currently being caused by a lack of competitiveness among teams and their belief is that expanding the playoffs will make it worse where suddenly now you have teams that are sort of on the bubble on the cusp saying why would i spend on this free agent I'm going to make the playoffs anyway. Maybe I'll make a trade at the trade deadline to make myself better. But why would I go spend on that trade? I'm going to get into the postseason and get that sweet, sweet playoff money regardless. Uh, So that's what they're trying to figure out. What is the sweet spot to expand the playoffs that would both make everybody more money while also hopefully improving the competitive landscape, not making it worse? And look, at the end of the day, do I think that in the next CBA, there's going to be a universal DH and expanded playoffs, yeah, both of those are almost definitely going to happen. I think everyone believes that, uh, but they're just not ready to sort of rush into it right now, sort of on the fly, without knowing what the impact of it is going to be. Uh, so that's where we are. Now, look, remember, last year expanded playoffs didn't get announced until like five minutes before the first pitch of the season was thrown. So uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't assume that everything is out just because it hasn't been settled yet. So, Jared, the other, um, I guess, parts of this agreement from both sides were the extra inning double headers that we, well, not the extra inning, the double headers and the extra innings play. But let's hone in on the double headers because this was one I think that a lot of fans were hoping would come back. And at least from my understanding, both sides wanted this because, of course, it helps speed up the game. Yeah. So, actually, my understanding is that this was actually something being discussed between the league and the union before the pandemic even was a thing in our, in our minds. This was an idea that had been floated that, uh, you know, I don't know if it would have been adopted, but there at least was conversations about it and seemingly some movement in that direction. The pandemic obviously sped it up. Uh, my, I, I love the seven inning double headers. Uh, in fact, I would, I would take it a little bit further if I were sort of in charge, my dream scenario for the seven-inning doubleheaders is you have one every week, uh, a seven-inning doubleheader probably on Saturday. And, and the reason I say that is because it would have a huge impact on the schedule. If you play a doubleheader every Saturday, every team does, a seven-inning doubleheader, a split doubleheader so that the owners get their gate, 
every Saturday. Uh, what you could do is maybe instead of starting the season on April 1st, start it on April 15th. That saves you, you know, in some years, a couple dozen rainouts in the first two weeks of the season and snowouts. And it allows you to end the season a couple weeks early. How about September 15th is the last game of the season? And let's say October 15th is the last game of the World Series, no longer going to November, which to me is way too late for baseball to be going. If you could use these seventh inning doubleheaders to shorten the season, not, not fewer games, but literally on the calendar, uh, make the season shorter, I think that's good for everybody. Uh, and that's why I think a great advantage of these seven inning doubleheaders are, and hey, well, who wouldn't want to go back to the day of the scheduled doubleheader every week? That sounds like a lot of fun to me. I'm in. I, that was one of my favorite things that happened last year. I mean, among all of the rule changes, probably my favorite one was the seven-inning doubleheaders. And if you told me, hey, Cards-Cubs, doubleheader this Saturday, like I think every Cardinals fan would be into that. I, I think that's it makes a ton of sense. We're talking with Jared Diamond, national baseball writer for the Wall Street Journal. Uh, you can read his book, Swing Kings. He's the author of the book, Swing kings find that wherever books are sold jared what's the thing that you are now most interested in when it comes to this 2021 baseball season like now that we have some finality that it's actually going to take place on time we kind of know what most of the rules are going to be obviously dh notwithstanding what is the thing that you're most interested in kind of watching moving forward yeah look of course off the field the question is going to be how is this going to (laughs) go are they going to be able to get through the season are we going to have another Marlins Cardinals situation where a team is shut down for uh, a week or 10 days or two weeks and what impact will that have? It's going to be a little bit trickier to deal with that this year because they're playing uh, that, not that regional schedule, which means if you lose it, if the Cardinals lose like the whole series on the West coast or something like that, they don't get another chance to make it up. And how does that sort of happen? I don't know. So I'm curious in, uh, about that, of course. But at some point, I'm hoping to be able to turn my attention to what's going to happen on the field. It should be a really fascinating season. Who isn't excited to see the Dodgers and Padres duke it out in the NLS? So it's going to be a blast, it looks like. Uh, they probably are the two best teams in the major leagues, and they their stadiums are like a couple hours drive away. Who doesn't want to see Nolan Arenado play for the Cardinals and what that'll do uh, in the NL Central? Like, There's a lot to look forward to, which is why I just hope that this season at least sort of kind of resembles something like normalcy when we get going. Jared, not to bring all doom and gloom to this conversation, but I'm just curious. uh, Do you think that there's going to be any possibility that common ground can be found from both of these sides before the 2022 season? Or do you think this is going to get nasty as we continue to move along? It's definitely going to get nasty. And look, as we sit here today, it's hard to imagine how they come to an agreement just because the relationship is so sour, but I, I do want to caution that, uh, look, they're eventually going to have to get into a room and try to make a deal. And a work stoppage is devastating for everybody. And I think both, that's one thing they do agree that avoiding a work stoppage is a good goal. Nobody wants it to happen. It is bad for all. So I look, do I, I still think it's possible that they're able to figure something out to try to, to try to avoid that work stoppage. Once they're really at the edge of the cliff, suddenly uh, you have to kind of calm down the rhetoric and try to make a deal. I'm not saying there won't be a work stoppage. In fact, like, like I said, it's almost hard to imagine there won't be right now. But uh, I, I just I'm not really in the, the business of 
saying there will definitely be a work stoppage. I just think that it's it's impossible to say that, and maybe it's wishful thinking, but I, I still think there is a path for them to, to figure this out as bad as things are now. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get nasty, though. It's going to be real ugly. Last quick question for Jared Diamond of the Wall Street Journal. Jared, what's your impression of this Cardinals team now that they've added Nolan Arenado? Makes them a lot better. Uh, it helps that the NL Central uh, is terrible. Uh, you know, somebody has to win the NL Central, and I think there's a valid argument to be made that Arenado puts the Cardinals in a better position than anyone else to do it. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, you know, I'm not saying I sit here and look at the Cardinals as this great powerhouse, but once you, if you win your division, you got a chance, and I think the Cardinals probably have as good of a chance as anyone in a week NL Central. He's Jared Diamond, national baseball writer for the Wall Street Journal. Also, check out his book. It is called Swing Kings. If you haven't read it yet, you definitely should. You can find a link for that on his Twitter account, at Jared Diamond. Jared, always appreciate the time. All the best to you and the family, and hopefully we'll be talking about a, fingers crossed, successful baseball season here again soon. I certainly hope so. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. That's Jared Diamond here on 101 ESPN. Let's take a poll, quick poll question around the room. Do you think that the designated hitter will be implemented by the time the Cardinals take the field for the first regular season game? No chance. No chance because both t- both sides are too petty in terms of, well, I don't want to give this up. Well, I don't want to give this up. It's not going to happen this year. I'm not going to say no chance, but I'm going to say no. I think there's a slight chance. I'm going to hold faith. I held faith on Yadier Molina. It came true. Alex held faith on Nolan Arenado. It came to fruition. I gave up faith on Adam Wainwright. He's back as well. I'm gonna hold the I'm gonna hold the faith. I'm gonna say there is a designated hitter come game number one. Six five seven eight zero is the Air Comfort Service text line. Questions and answers coming up next.